Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. We got the whole gang here today. Uh, before we get started, I just want to shout out to our new brand new sponsor, Agoras Nexus, agorasnexus.com. Uh, they have a listing for all sorts of uh, agorist products that you can get into, including yours truly, podcasting. Sal the Agorist is on there. Jeremiah Harding is. And of course, uh, play, you know, companies like Anarcho Coffee, uh, Pirate Chain, Cryptocurrency, Truth Audiobook, uh, Alberta Botanicals. A lot of cool stuff is on there, like uh, Love Java CBD infused high performance uh, butter coffee in concentrated packs, and many, many more things. It's a great listing. So if you're looking to support your fellow agorist, your anarchist, get on there and check it out. Again, that's agorasnexus.com, uh, the official sponsor of the Use Guys in That podcast. So, we got the whole gang here together. Now, I'm going to talk about something that you guys might be surprised about, but there's trouble in the Middle East. I don't know if uh, I know that comes as no. quite a shock to so many people because it's always been such a haven for peaceful activity over it the is. last 5,000 I mean, years. It's a nice area. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Real estate is very, very expensive. I'd there. love to live there. I'm sure you would. Um, and it's not just for the weather. It's for the rocket attacks. So um, mm -hmm. I just, you know, real quick, I know it's a running joke on this show about oh jay and fucking world war one you know you talked about the goddamn versailles treaty listen jokes aside <laughs> it really comes back to that okay and kurt vonnegut was right civilization did end in world war one and we've never recovered you're going to see something here i'm going to put this together for you for those of you that aren't familiar this doesn't necessarily have as much to do with uh, Israel and Palestine. And personally, I don't pay, I, I'm not taking a side and I have nothing to say about that shit. That is a, a, a for, in my opinion, it's, it's fratricide because you have two Semitic people whose sky wizard says that they both have control over the territory. Uh, you know, they're great, 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 great for grandfather's olive tree that goes back before the, the Canaanites. I'm not interested in getting in the middle of that. It's not to be rude. I just, it's, it's not for me. I'm not getting involved in a civil war, unlike our country who funds not only Israel, but you should check and see where the Palestinian Authority got their guns from. Go ahead, look it up. Playing both sides, so no matter what, we come out on top. That's correct. Um, so let's look at the modern problems of this real quick here. This is a little bit of a history lesson for some of you that may not be familiar. So it does go back to World War One. So like the, the, modern or, uh, the modern problem that we have, the origins go back um, all the way back, like I said, to World War One. So the territory that's Palestine slash Israel, it technically and officially was called Ottoman Syria when the Ottoman Empire controlled it. Now, for those of you not familiar, the Ottoman Empire did a very good job of pushing its way into Eastern Europe. In fact, they put the city of uh, Vienna in Austria to siege twice. So they nearly took over half of Europe going through the Balkans, like, you know, where Greece and Serbia and Montenegro and all those countries are. They did a very good job of pushing up that way. So it was under their control. Okay, from 1516 A.D., where well, they don't use it. Do they use A.D.? Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Anyway, 1516 C.E., common era, till 1832. And then Egypt, like the, Egypt, the Egyptians got uppity and they took it over for about eight years. And then the British got involved. It's funny because the Brits got involved and then eventually ended up fighting the Ottomans. But anyway, they got involved at the time and helped uh, return the re region back to um, the Ottoman Empire and held it again from 1841 until the end of the First World War, which concluded in 1918. All right, so during the Great War, World War I, my favorite topic to talk about, uh, two individuals put forth a plan on how to divide up the Ottoman Empire once it had been defeated. And those two assholes are called Sir Mark Sykes 
and Francois Georges Pico. And that's where we get the phrase, the Sykes-Pico agreement. It was a secret agreement on dividing up spheres of influence between French and British interests. And it was about a nine-year ordeal with other declarations and treaties that gave birth to the lines on the map that in the Middle East that you see today. I want to give you guys an example. We've talked about this country before. Look at Iraq. I want to give you guys a list. Listen to this. I went through this. This is an extensive list. A list of actors that controlled that part of the world. Ready for this one? This goes back, okay, 4,265 years. All right? So we're going to start in 2334 uh, BCE, before the Common Era. So you had the, the Akkadian Empire, the Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Achaemenid Assyrian Empire, the Kingdom of Araba, not Arabia, Araba, Roman Mesopotamia. I'm sure you've heard of Rome before. It's where they made pizza. Um, the, uh, the Sasanian Mesopotamian Empire. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. The Lachmid Kingdom, the Abbasid Caliphate, Ottoman Iraq. It's the first time you see that word, okay? Ottoman Iraq. And then finally, as a British mandate. Then finally, the Kingdom of Iraq is established in 1932. So for 4,265 fucking years, there was no such thing as an independent real Iraq at all. And it's not a unified area with a homogenous population, okay? So think of Persia, for example. Those people, that is a homogenous uh, a group of people, like a country. You have some Kurds in the Northwest, or we have you sprinkling of them, maybe some Tajiks or Turks, or Turks and, you know, but the majority of them are Persians, all right? The majority of them, it's like France. The majority of the French people are French, all right? They're a homogenous country, right? Iraq has a serious problem. They don't have that, okay? So in Iraq, you had like a, a super uh, minority Christian population, Shia Muslims, which are around 70%. Then the Sunni Muslims are around 29%. Guess what? They don't like each other, okay? They're not fans of each other. Then you have the Kurds, which apparently neither one of them are really big fans of. They're Muslim, but it's more important for them to identify with themselves ethnically than it is religiously, okay? So they're all Muslim, but they, they think of themselves as being Kurds as far more important than their religious affiliation. Um, uh, you know, we see how Saddam felt about the Kurds, right? Uh, some of the poison gas he used on them was sold to him by who again? George H.W. Bush when he was head of the CIA. Anyway. I thought he just got that gas, you know, from the sky. From, like he commanded it. From God. Yeah, yeah that's from, right. From, from the sky. He was yeah, like, no. I just need this poison gas and it just showed up there. It was made in the USA, madam. It was made. You know, yeah. No, you Allegedly. Say. You don't yeah. say. Allegedly. Color, color me surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am totally Stark shocked. I know that you're in shock. I am shocked and appalled. I shocked and appalled indeed. All right. I, I, I need you to just take it easy for a little bit longer. Just <laughs> okay. relax. Okay. All right. So you have that big, huge blend of different uh, people with different religious uh, views. And of course, the ethnicity problem with the Kurds. It's not a problem. I don't want to put it that way. But it's a problem for this ridiculously drawn out country that has its roots back to the First World War and how these assholes divided up the Ottoman Empire. Right. All right. So there's no unified identity. And uh, it's a made up country that had never existed in 4000 years. And then these European fucks are like, 
Oh, sacre bleu, we're going to make a land in the map. Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, right, yo. Your land's here. Right, yo. So it gets deeper. So your boots are, you know, I hope you have the tall boots on today because the poop is going to get up close to the knee. It's a lot of shit to walk through. So Imperial Russia had its hand in this thing, too. All right. Oh, man. So man. the Imperial Russians had the, you know, pre-Soviet hand in the cookie jar. All right. Not the red hand, but the tricolor of white, blue, and red. Nice in there. The czar's hand, getting a handful of those cookies. Uh, hoping to get Constantinople, which we know is Istanbul, because the Russians saw themselves as the inheritors of the Eastern Roman Empire, also known as the, Byzant the, the, the Byzantines or the Byzantium Empire, and Orthodox Christianity. Uh, the reason why this secret agreement came to light was due to the Bolsheviks. So after... Kerensky's government got taken over by this coup of communists known as the Bolsheviks. They discovered this secret agreement and they took it to the press and they're like, oh, see what's happening. You know, comrades, this is so terrible. This is how we know about it. We probably wouldn't have known about it if, uh, well, at least not when we found out about it. OK, mm -hmm. now what makes the Sykes-Picot agreement all the more contemptible is that it's agreed clandestinely precisely because the British had already decided on the outcome of some of these territories, which they pledged the support to the establishment of an Arab state over all of the territory to the West and the South of Iraq. So that's Jordan and the, uh, the Arabian Peninsula, just for those of you who don't know the geography, which is fine. I'm not picking on you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting you know. West You're better than us. Oh, that's a big move. Uh, that's strike one, sir. You don't want to know what happened. Strike three, sir. You won't be striked again. Yeah. Thank you. What? Don't you keep giving it away? <laughs> um, uh, this has not been a sign of uh, British ma magnanimity, uh, largesse, or support for Wilsonian aspirations or self determination. Rather, a shrewd real politic. King Hussein bin Ali, the sheriff of Mecca which is one of the most holy cities in all of Islam, Mecca, Medina, Medina and Jerusalem, right? Or Al-Quds, as they call it in Arabic. I'm not 100% sure if that's accurate. Was promised the future Arab state in return for a rising up against the Ottoman Turks in the Arab revolt, which T.E. Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia, oh, hey. helped organize. I know that uh, Brian had uh, read that book not too long ago. Oh, I'm still reading it. It's a, it's okay. a thick one. All right. Not as thick as Das Kapital, I'm sure, but I'm sure. It's They're honestly, I mean... I don't know how big the print is relative to one another, but they're each about probably the same. Right on. Okay. All right. So the Arabs lived up to their side of the bargain during the war, right? They fought to overthrow the Ottoman Empire and this all this other stuff. We get uh, freedom now, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, they gave them victories at places like the port city of Aquaba and even helped capture Jerusalem itself. And this is according to an author that I found, uh, Akil Awan, from historytoday.com. So he compiled a lot of that information, right? All right. So the Brits decide to make things worse by issuing the Balfour Declaration in 1917. Now, what that is, was a British pledge to support the creation of a homeland for the Jews in Palestine, promising the same territory to both Arabs and Jews. Again, we only know this because the Bolsheviks decided to make it public. This can be seen as one of the many roots of the current animosity between the West and the Arab world, this betrayal, the broken promises, and the self-serving backroom deals. 
not to mention the problem that locals had with these ridiculously drawn lines by Europeans who had zero idea, zero idea as to what and who was being impacted. So think about this. This name may sound familiar to some of you. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, okay? He was the leader of the Islamic State, the ISIS, you know, mm-hmm. the people who were cutting people's heads off. Yes. Uh, he said in two, this was a 2014, this man said this regarding the capture of territory by his fighters, quote, this blessed advance will not stop until we hit the last nail in the coffin of the Sykes-Picot conspiracy. So this man in 2014 is citing this, this World War I agreement between uh, essentially the British and the French, but lightweight, the Imperial Russians, right? Mm-hmm. So even he... You know, like you, you think I you think this was just a violent group of thugs running around this part of the world. No, no, no. They were motivated. They're motivated by several things. And this was one of them. So uh, and, uh, you know, it's interesting to see that even the leader of ISIS at the time recognized the damage that the uh, the Sykes-Picot Treaty has, has has wrought and called it a conspiracy. Now, Syria, on the other hand, is now what we are now in seven years of a civil war in that country. So think about how damaging the situation has been for them. So think about these years, you guys. Between 1949 and 1970, the country had endured 20 coups, one per year. The only thing that halted this cycle was the Assad dynasty. So Bashar al-Assad's dad, he took over the country. Mm-hmm. And you know how he dealt with these uh, to make sure that he secured his, you know, his reign or his legacy or whatever you want to call it to make the country i guess more stable well he killed everybody like his father was a mass murderer like it's not good not good at all but that's perfect solution perfect solution right you know sometimes when you're in charge people have to die i mean best way to start yeah that's that's just a part of how it works and when you're a leader of a country you just have to kill people yeah I, i i i guess so i'm not exactly sure Hey, Obama said he was pretty good at doing it. Remember when that happened? Yeah. Like, it's literally. Was was that his final solution? (laughs) Dude, speaking of which, I don't know if you guys have seen this on on the Netflix. Um, I talked to Angel about this. She has seen it. The John Demyanyuk story that they had on there where they had the fucking survivors of Treblinka telling the stories about how what happened in the fucking gas chambers. So oh there's this my guy God. named John, whatever. I Demyanyuk. Demyanyuk. I'll never pronounce that again. He was right an auto worker own. in Cleveland. Um, yeah. So like they thought he was Ivan the Terrible, who was like a Treblinka, you know, SS guard. And he was like terrible, obviously. He was just an employee. He was in it for the benefit. And he, you know, would, would terrorize people. Doing what he was told. And this guy, unfortunately, well, he was like a Ukraine SS prison guard which there were quite a few ukrainians that fought for the ss they had their own division but anyway go ahead please. so this guy happened to be ukrainian mm-hmm. and you know he happened to actually be at that prison camp but he was captured and they forced him to work there but he wasn't the same guy right so like they tracked the wrong guy and he kind of lightweight looked like him, just a tiny, tiny bit, you know, but like he wasn't that guy. But right. they, they put him in prison anyway. Well, it was crazy. Case closed. Well, it, it is kind of crazy because they did sentence him to die. But oh, then shit. like the Israeli Supreme Court got involved and decided that he was at the camp and he worked there. But they didn't have enough evidence to say that he was Ivan the Terrible. 
But some of the stories that like th- this one guy was talking because they had these guys, I think they're called Soder Commandos, Somer or Soder Commandos. They were Jews who were forced to clean up the bodies and put them in crematories after the gassing. So they would have to open the doors. And he said that this one guy, like he couldn't keep it together. And I had a hard time keeping it together. Like it was really, really rough. He said this, like this little girl that was 12 came walking out of there, like crying, you know, like screaming, I want my mommy. Like she survived like the gassing. And that's what she was screaming as she was coming out of the fucking gas chamber was I want my mommy. And that was really, really fucking tough that like, this is a grown man who had been obviously accustomed to dealing with death on an industrial scale. And this little girl who didn't get gassed enough to die was just screaming. I want my mom. Like it was, it was really, really fucking hard to get through. Um, I can, I can't imagine, but the industrial scale that they were murdering people at this place is, is baffling. I mean, cause you like in Treblinka, you hear about um, uh, Sobibor, you hear about Dachau, Auschwitz, of course, I think is the most famous out of all of them, um, you know, because Hitler was I think he was redirecting trains instead of like or redirecting resources, excuse me, instead of fighting the Red Army, he was dedicating more time to killing people. So it was more important for him to kill people than, you know, fight the fucking steamrolling Red Army who was kicking his ass from 1942 onward. You know, that that's a level of hate that I don't think any of us can really comprehend. But that was a tough one. If you guys want to watch that, it's called The Devil Next Door. And yeah, it was right in Cleveland, Ohio, man. You see newscasters. I remember seeing as a kid, like Ted Henry from News Channel 5, man. Like it was wild shit. It was really interesting to to see that. Uh, and, you know, the family, that was a hell of an ordeal, man. Like he fucking got stripped of his American citizenship and they fucking shipped him off to Israel. And they're oh, like, shit. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't even the right guy. It was not the right guy. And then like, so they determined um he actually went to germany and had a trial in germany um later on and they determined that he wasn't the guy but that he because he was a worker of the camp but he was a forced worker of the camp but he was guilty of war crimes he was guilty of war crimes so they sent sentenced him for another five years and then i think he left or maybe he might have died in prison he died 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 in a nursing home yeah he died god damn yeah Yeah. so yeah um uh, what a wonderful way to uh yeah he literally met his wife in a displaced person's camp Uh, prison guards didn't go to a displaced person's camp for my knowledge like they ran and fucking hid you know they did the best they could to get away from any type of detection sure you know sure so i feel bad for that guy yeah i he's dead now but i feel bad for him well i feel bad for all the people that suffered in that goddamn uh, awful nightmare Switching gears from something that's not like, you know, completely and totally suck the life out of you. Sad. Um, something exciting is coming, comrades. So June 1st, I think this is Comrade Trump's doing. Glory to Comrade Trump. He decided that made part of the COVID-19 bill, one of them was that the, the Department of Defense has to talk about aliens. All right. So that big reveal, the big reveal is coming June 1st. I can't wait. So after decades of public denial, the U.S. government is now acknowledging the existence of unidentified aerial phenomena or UFOs. The U.S. Senate has ordered the U.S. intelligence community head and the secretary of state to deliver a report on the topic by next month. Since 2007, the U.S. government has been studying unidentified aerial phenomena behind the scenes, collecting videos of possible UFO sightings. 
The Pentagon admits what's depicted in the videos captured by the U.S. military is something they can't explain. Quote, when you see a video of something that can't be explained, it doesn't mean it's aliens. It just means that something is going into the sky and we can't identify it. Mutual UFO Network Michigan Chapter State Director Bill Konkoleski said, he, I think he's a Polish guy. In 2015, the U.S. Ski, Navy. Ski, 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 ski. Yes, yeah, thanks, Ski. Yeah, Bill Ski. Bill Ski said this. In 2015, U.S. Navy captured video of a UAP. Why are we using new language? It's UFO, you fucks. It's unidentified aerial phenomenon. Blow, they could kiss my ass, okay? It's it's a UFO, okay? Okay. UFO. A, a, a UFO? <laughs> Careful. That's how you pronounce you. Like, you watch Scarface, goddammit. You, <laughs> you fucking racist fucks. Not you. <laughs> But you people listening, you say you got to be careful. Jay, Jay is. You want to build a snowman? Jewish. That's right. <laughs> Jay's like, Jewish. A UFO, like Oy vey, take me to your leader. <laughs> <laughs> is this where the locks and bagels are? Do you have any manischewitz? <laughs> I'm getting, we're getting off the clamped up here. <laughs> Dude, has anybody ever had manischewitz wine? That shit is good. Like you could drink it straight from the bottle. There is no slowing that train down. Oh man, I've heard of it, never had it. It's good. It's good. It's uh, it wasn't made on the Sabbath, guaranteed. Um, sweet, dry. Oh, it's sweet. It's oh, Concord yeah. grape, and it just oh, it it hits hard because right. it tastes good, and you just it's like Frank the Tank from old school. It's so like good it. when it hits your lips, <laughs> and you just keep drinking this Manischewitz. It's very good stuff. Um. We're not calling it a UAP on this show, Angel. I don't care don't if you're the boss. To. I'm just, I'm just letting people know in case they didn't know what UAP stood for, it, what it stood for. UAP. Uh, yeah, UAP. That WAP. Oh, see? Oh, see? <laughs> really? We're going to do that now? I'm not, okay, like wet ass okay. pussy, like that one, like, or WAP, whatever the fuck. Not Waffles the... and pancakes, sir. Waffles and pancakes. No, it's wings and pizza. <laughs> I like all Get it right. <laughs> I like all right, the right. All right. So the, the <laughs> UFO off the coast of Jacksonville, Florida, the video and others like it are now being studied by the whatever task force. I'm not even going to say it. Uh, just last month, the video of three pyramid shaped UFOs gathered by this stupid task force with the ridiculous acronym was for, was leaked to the public. According to the Pentagon, the video showed was captured by Navy officers aboard the USS Russell off the coast of California in 2019. The fact that this wasn't some sort of hoax and that this is actually a giant pyramid spinning around in the sky, that's amazing. Okay, let's talk about this UFO business because I know I, I have a couple of people that listen to the show. I'm sure that they're, they really love this topic. So, all right. UFOs. In, in, in order to get here from somewhere else in the galaxy, or in this vast universe mm -hmm. with billions, hundreds of billions of galaxies, trillions of different planets, all sorts of, you know, shit that we can't begin to comprehend. Right. If you can travel here, okay, which means you either... You can destroy us. <laughs> there we go. Chris figured it out. They're not coming here to trade. This will not be the Agoras Nexus. This will not be the Agora where you're there to exchange in the galactic Agora. No, this is the galactic. You're a slave now and you're going to do exactly what the fuck we tell you to think about it this way. Right. So when you had Europeans arrive on the America in the Americas, whether mm -hmm. it be North America, or South America, that's, I think, the closest comparison that we can make to aliens visiting earth because you have these people the technological difference is vast mm -hmm. vast it's like gunpowder 
I mean, really, there's nothing close to what they what the Europeans brought, right? And they brought religion with them, right? So think about the uh, quantify the complications with a flying saucer that comes down here and says, "Hey, use guys of Ohio, we're in charge now, and you know all yous that have been worshiping the Sky Wizard, we have the real book." We know the sky wizard. You must read this. And then you're going to have fundamentalists that are like, oh, that's the devil. And, you know, they're, they're, this is terrible stuff. And, you know, we got to rebel against this. And there's going to be all sorts of terrible and things. And they're going to lock people in the cage. Uh, they're going to put people in cages and mm-hmm. put the, yeah, no, they're going to just vaporize you. I mean, that's what, so that's the only thing I think can happen. Like, right. They're coming here to fuck you up. They're not coming here to be like, dude, we've been traveling so long. We've heard so much about you people. We hear that you guys get along and are so peaceful. Right, we heard you guys are so delightful. <laughs> right. We're here. We we're... heard your gold records in space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. No, they're coming here to fuck shit up and take resources because that's what we would do if we had that capability. Are you know. fucking kidding me? I'm not... well, that's assuming that they're the same. Yeah. They share the same motivations that we do. Right. Like that, they're not so far past that. Okay, well then, fine. Let's. Okay, all right. They could be using us for observation purposes. No, I hope. Or maybe it's like a they live situation, kind of, where it's like they're already like infiltrating our society, and or like a matrix kind of thing. Like, there's so much shit. Like, uh, like maybe it's like it would require more energy to just kill all of us instead of find a way to make us benefit their purposes. Um, Sergeant shall not be named. And I talked about this and I agree. And he and I agree. The best case scenario is the zoo thing. Like Chris said, like they're observing and they're like, Oh my God, you see how they mate? Like they got like, like weird ways. Like, look at these it. fucking apes down here. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, and that's our best case scenario is that this is a fucking zoo and they're just like observing and they're like, Oh man, look at what they right. eat. Like, look at how they shit. Like, you know I mean? All this like look at these people trying to run this planet. It's like watching a couple of monkeys fuck a football. <laughs> <laughs> come, come over here and check this out. <laughs> I mean, there's also that. There's also the theory that, like, none of the sightings really seem to spike until after the Manhattan Project and the detonation of a nuclear device. Mm-hmm. And oh, then you tell. after that, it's like, well... I mean, I don't like. I'm sure there were accounts of sightings pre prior to that, but like, if you were to look at a chart that tracks all of the sightings over time mm-hmm. of UFOs or like paranormal encounters, whatever you want to call it, then after 1945, it's just like straight line, like all the way up. Really? And I, yeah. And that's like, I don't know how long it's like. I don't know if it's been sustained at those levels or if like it's ever dipped back down to like levels prior i doubt it with like the advent of smartphones and everybody having a camera and access to the internet and shit like that but like there have been theories about with like nuclear energy and like the waste associated with it it's like i mean we don't know what the fuck to do with it so it's like maybe i mean i like it's kind of a toss-up because it's like if they're advanced enough to travel from planet to planet they've probably figured out a way to deal with like the byproducts of nuclear waste but in the off chance that they haven't maybe they're like hey these guys are fucking with nuclear energy maybe we can see what their solution to the problem would be and they're just like waiting to see what we do or i mean there could be any number of things like maybe because that's like the dark forest theory is that the reason that we haven't really heard much from like deep space is the fact that if 
we do mm-hmm. find out that something is out there, we are going to assume it's a threat and we need to neutralize it and that they would do the same if they found out about us. So like the time, the, the second we started using radios, all of those waves were going out into outer space mm-hmm. and anybody with the capability to do so would be able to pick those up. But not only have we been just talking to each other on earth, we've been willingly beaming that shit out there. Really? So it's like, it's already too late if that is the case. Right. But something as large as, and like impactful as a nuclear weapon would be, it's like a real attention grabber. So you're saying that radios that was- didn't What's that? that that's kind of like when the when the nuclear weapons are detonated it's almost sending a signal essentially be, yeah. like they're, they're they're looking for that sort of thing and they're like huh what's happening over there yeah like maybe for some reason they weren't able to pick up radio waves but it's like the second that happened they're like oh shit like what's going on over here like and then okay i mean i don't know there's there's so many theories tied into all of it some of them are cool some of them are downright fucking terrifying mm-hmm. and i don't know like it's who knows you know because nothing's really happened yet that we can prove so right well here's the interesting thing now i'm always i'm of the school that uncle sugar is up to no good oh yeah like i think that that son of a bitch is the reason why we're seeing a lot of this stuff in the sky right now i sent something to angel i don't know if she wants to uh share it via the screen but um this was also shared by sergeant shall not be named uh listen to these descriptions hold on i'm i'm okay i'll I'll share it give me a second all right go ahead yeah when you want uh, this is wild shit which leads me to to believe or at least lean towards this being the government okay so you have this right so go ahead, Angel. Like if you if if people want, like, I don't know if you guys can read that or not. If it's uh, am if, I it's scrolling rendering. down? Okay, yeah, go ahead and scroll. But look at this. I'm going to read them off. Laser augmented turbojet propulsion system patent filed by Salvatore Pays of Northrop Grumman. Northrop Northrop Grumman. North yeah, and yeah. then craft using an internal mass reduction device. United States of America is represented by the Secretary of the Navy. Mm-hmm. So like defense contractors and shit. Electromagnetic field generator and method to generate an electromagnetic field. The United States of America is represented by the Secretary of the Navy. Mm-hmm. Well, don't they just toss all that shit out there just in case somebody beats them to it and they're like, hey, technically we own the rights to this. So That's you have possible. to tell us everything. Like, But if they already are getting the patents for this, look at this. High temperature superconductors, high frequency gravitational wave generators, um plasma compression fusion device this is some serious shit this is this is alien spacecraft shit i like i really hope they name it like something cool like what was darth vader's destroyer or star destroyer's name in star wars was it like the i don't know i'm looking that up that's what they need to name it executor that's what they need to name the 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 u.s star destroyer so what they the only thing i support of the government is that they name the star destroyer after darth vader's Hmm. but uh that's like, what what was the shit that, ah, shit, it was on a, it was on like a Joe Rogan podcast, but like a bunch of other people also talked about it. It was the guy that was working at like S4 and I can't remember his name, but it was like that offshoot of Area 51 where it's like they had these alleged crafts that like it was his job to try and research how they worked because they had no fucking idea. They had all this equipment that was sitting around that nobody knew how to use. Yeah, uh, nobody I knew what it was. I, I can't, Bob Lazar, that was yes. his name. Yeah. Yep. So like maybe they 
think that's some of the shit that could be going on so they're like well we'll just toss all this stuff out here in case like that's where all of our research leads us or something but i have no idea yeah i mean like he talked about using a, a device where he put his hand through it and then um that like scanned him in or something crazy and like nobody had it before but then they were able to find what he was talking about later on and show him it. And he's like, that's the closest one that we had, but like it hadn't existed, you know, to everybody mm -hmm. else's knowledge at that time. So everybody said that he was like crazy and making shit up. And then he also said that like, they were told that these alien spacecrafts were found in an, an um, archeological dig that it wasn't a crashed thing. Yeah, so it's like how long have these things been around and yeah. how old are they? And like, and they, it was also what, like, a, it was something used to like manipulate gravity in order to like travel faster than like the speed of light or some shit. It was, drive. yeah, it was like a gravity, he, he called it a gravity propulsion system or something like that, where it was able to like exactly what you're describing. Cause there's no, I'd have to go back and like read all of it or listen to it, but there's no like, momentum or yeah there's whatever. no or, actual like motor or anything so like your acceleration and rapid deceleration wouldn't like literally kill you because it's like you're going so fast but mm -hmm. i don't know and manipulating the space time and the gravity and all of that to be able to move yeah it's wild shit man yeah i don't know i i like uh, what do you guys think it is i mean honestly i mean i think they say this stuff all the time to throw things out there I don't know why um, this isn't the first time that they've admitted the existence of UFOs, but then they pretend like this is the first time. And then, you know, the definition of what they consider a UFO mm -hmm. or a UAP or whatever you want to call it. Um, We're not doing that here. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, right. The UFO, the UFO, right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's, not determined to be alien because they can't determine whether or not it's made from another country, but they have determined that it's not a threat to us. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, it's their terminology. It's what they, you know, decide how they're going to classify things. And they're always changing their terminology and what that means. But the last I checked, which was like a couple of years ago, remember the TikTok ufo or the tic tac ufo yes yeah of course and there was the um i think it was in the water the guy saw it come out of the water and then he was chasing it and the, yeah. the uh fighter jet mm -hmm. and he clocked it going at some crazy speed and it was like taunting him and i'm like well how did it know it was there it's so, laughing at us <laughs> it, it, right well it right. knew their flight plan too yeah yeah, yeah. So it has it has the probability prediction technology, right? Where it's like or, I'm going to guess that you're going to go there based on whatever. Or it's a it's one of our devices. That's what I think it is. And These goddamn motherfuckers it has access to its flight plan because it's on the same That's, frequency yeah. in the same system. No, I fully believe that this is all Uncle Uncle Sugar's toys, and this is what he's willing to let you fucking see, which means. That whatever Uncle Sugar's working on is going to be fucking wild. Like, I mean, don't I don't know. Alex Jones always said that the government's technology is 50 to 60 years in advance of what we have. Yeah, I don't doubt that. No, not at all. Not at all. That was like, think about when stealth technology came out and everybody was like, what the fuck 
is that? And it's right. like they didn't just make that. Like that had been in development yeah, for been who knows how long. For decades. Yeah. Fucking Germans. The Germans. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oper- Operation, Operation Paperclip. Paperclip. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's okay. Listen, you can import war criminals only if the government right. is okay with like them. Nazis. Whoosh! Now you're rocket scientists for NASA yeah. <laughs> with a pension. It's um, like Shaun yeah. of the Dead when they repurpose all the zombies. It's like yeah, only far more nefarious. Oh yeah, yeah, way worse. People that should have been fucking tried and hanged at the Hague, but um, yeah. But hey, we wanted to go to the moon, dude. So yeah, we Take gotta break a couple legs, you know. Yo, <laughs> no disrespect to our Russian listeners. We're talking about your former country, the Soviet Union. And you guys you guys are gonna laugh at this so i was having a conversation you said soviet union and i want to throw it in there really quick before you move on um i was having a conversation with some of my coworkers, and they were talking about like russia hacking the pipeline or whatever and and they were like well they didn't pull that when trump was in office and i was <laughs> I, like i was like who because i didn't hear the whole conversation but then i put it together after i asked who and yeah and she was like the soviet union and i was like you mean who? the four the so she literally said the soviet union and i said you mean the former soviet union and i was like you know that the ended in 1993 yeah, you know officially yeah like huh. what, what are you talking about i was <sighs> like do you mean russia you mean Vladimir Putin, you know, like what Russian what? Federation, right? So I'm like, Russia, you mean, you mean that group of people? And, and she's like, yeah, you know, they, they didn't misbehave until, you know, Joe Biden got back in office. And right. I was like, back in office. well, I guess, or, yeah, or, and, like, yeah, in office. but I was like, what are you talking about? What about you? Ruskies have always been misbehaving. Right. What are you talking about? I was about? like, they're up to no good all the time. What are you talking Well, they didn't mess with us. And I'm like, not that you know of. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But yeah, she she said Soviet Union. Yeah, because Trump was so hard and Putin was so soft. <laughs> We're going to free the kids from Pizzagate. Save the kids. QAnon is trust the plan trust the plan you're all trust the jail just sit back and do nothing to fuck all nothing at all on the way just trust the plan bro oh christ that uh, i know that's a different show we're not doing it we're not doing it (laughs) i'm doing it right now the truth is is trump is secretly still the president (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck man (laughs) He's going to enact martial law and yeah. it's over. Q-tards, man. Save the children. I remember like the week before the inauguration, people were sending me messages left and right. They're like, you need to save up on all this shit. It's about to go down. And I was yep. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like we had like a mini conference and like the middle of the office with my, with my boss, like you guys need it. Heads up. Listen. You got to do this and you got to do that because it's about to go down and, and Trump's going to oh. enact the military and he's going to do, 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 And I'm like, sure he is. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll, you know, batting down the so, hatches. So Trump I don't care. Smile and nod. So Trump was going to yeah. 
overthrow the elect. I don't even, no, I'm not doing it right now. That's not, we're moving on to crypto. It's tempting. <laughs> we're moving on to crypto. All right. No, I can't do it. No, we can't do that. The audience, we, we don't have time for this. We're already balls deep into this episode. The Q tards, that's something we need to cover on a different night. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's that level of retard that I can't, I don't have time. Right. I'd have to prepare. <laughs> I'm unprepared to deal with this kind of retardation. Um, this kind of uh, obscene stupidity. Uh, yeah, sure. Trump's still president and the children. No, no, no. The children are still getting trafficked. Uh, the new boss is same as the old boss. And don't worry about it. It's service as usual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the masters have returned. The, uh, the, the imposter, the charlatan that was Donald Trump wasn't playing by the rules. So he is gone. Okay. He's gone. He's going to be in fucking jail. Wait and see. And uh, and I don't care. Oh yeah, they're about to investigate all the shit that happened on the sixth or something of January, whatever the fuck. They're still talking about that. They look like I want to know what happened during the Vegas shooting, man. Like that's all I want to know. No, no, no. It'll never happen. Like I this, know this. But... The January sixth incident might as well be the fucking second Reichstag fire. Right. right. You know what the, I mean? The, the impotent insurrection. That's gonna be the thing they point to for fucking ever. That's why it's our job to make fun of them. I like, just want people to think about the you you brought up the las vegas shooting just because something's never been done before by one person doesn't mean it's not possible i just want everybody to think about that you know what i mean there's many such cases where things have occurred and it's been done by one person and people are like well there's no way there wasn't enough time there was enough time I, I, Some people are really good at what they it's do. It's not about the not enough time. It's not oh, about by the narrative. Like I don't. It could have been him, but it's it definitely didn't happen the way that they said it happened. I, he wasn't up there with like thirty M16s or whatever the fuck they said he had. Like that was like belt fed shit. Yeah, I, I I'm 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 on his team on that on that explanation. He would have had to like he wouldn't have had time to reload. He would have been tossing rifles down and picking up other ones. Like it just the amount of shit he would have had to have up there with him for that rate of fire for that long. You remember the doesn't make sense. You remember the the, the careful placing of the shell uh, the shell casings in certain areas. Like you know, then they also found uh, shells that were like not you. They they just it still had the round in them. Like there was so the way he laid down his, his weapons or like how he died, like the shell land, like there was a lot of questions that go on and unanswered. On it's that. like, it's like the same kind of scenario as how they found the passport of one of the fucking hijackers. Yeah. On the ground. It's possible. Yeah. You can't tell me it's not possible. Like, I'm like, I understand, but come on. Like, Everything else was vaporized, but that paper passport You can't see a piece of that fucking airplane, but the entire fucking passport, perfect. Perfect attack. It was probably sitting face up. Like, (laughs) but no, so like that, and uh, like, I need to do more research into it, but like, as far as establishing motive goes, I heard, or I've seen reports that like, they interviewed his brother or something about it. And they're like, yeah, he never said anything about doing any of this shit. He never would have done any of it. And then like the next day, the dude's got like terabytes of child porn on like a nineties fucking computer that he had sitting in his basement or something. It's probably courtesy of the largest uh, pedo porn uh, holders in the country, which would be uh, what the FBI donated some of their collection. But I, I'm not trying to derail anything. Yeah, we no, no, crypto. No, no, no. <laughs> so crypto. Uh, for those of us who had uh, Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash, we got shit pumped over the last couple of days. 
Does anybody have an explanation? Because I know that the that this communist government is going to try to regulate cryptocurrency, which oh, is yeah. both contemptible. Jan- Janet Yellen was already talking about it. Okay. So what, what happened here? I heard there was Chinese involvement. Yeah, China. Well, so there there's a there's a couple things that, that went on. First and foremost, it was that autistic Elon Musk running his cocksucker on Twitter. Um, that 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 was like that that caused a little bit of a dip because for some reason everybody's like you know oh Elon said something negative about Bitcoin. Well, so, no, they so, stopped so. accepting it as currency to buy. But Teslas. then, at, oh. yeah, yeah, like and he three said it was months. Due to the environmental fucking. What does that have to do with? That, that's bullshit because the fucking like yeah. I can't help but like like the state has their fists so far up his ass because he gets money from the state for. Oh like, yeah. No, he's a puppet for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like to just do like an about face on crypto. And it's like three months after they started, except like somebody somewhere said something and like, look, you know, you need to get in lockstep, buddy. Start talking about climate. Uh, and, and it's funny because yeah. banks and printing all of the fucking money and all of that shit say, waste way more fucking energy than not even not even that just the the American empire in general and the petrodollar and the amount of damage that all that shit does and supporting that system throughout the globe has done exponentially more damage and wasted exponentially more energy than any fucking cryptocurrency probably all fucking cryptocurrencies combined to be honest with you so to take that angle is is not only intellectually dishonest but it's hypocritical people believe Um, it though and yeah absolutely people buy it hook line and sinker but then so the other issue with uh with crypto is china's crackdown on it that was the other that was like the one-two punch that fucking made the 40% plunge uh, between, you know, Elon Musk being fucking autistic on Twitter and in uh, China because they uh, started cracking down on the use of, of cryptocurrencies and they advised, like, the Chinese banks to, you know, not use it as a legitimate form of payment. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just like between those two things, it was a chain reaction that just caused a mass sell like people they like it wiped out like what was something crazy like 300 billion in uh like total cap uh, of crypto was just sold off and and disappeared yeah um so that was that like like i said those two things in combination and then everybody selling but you know i'm keeping a hold my little stake with with fucking diamond hands, man, because it's bound. Like I, I, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic about it. Like it's bound to go. I agree. Back. I agree. I don't know. I and, just don't feel like it's real anyway. So I'm, I'll just wait it out. I mean, none, none of it. All, yeah. all of it's, you know, at some point in time is fiat. The, 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 the only purpose of Bitcoin, and, and if you don't get this point, then it's just gone completely over your head. It's subversion, decentralization. Mm-hmm. It's taking control away from from the financial elite, from the iron bank, you know, like that's, that's the whole point of crypto. And if you don't, if you don't get that, then, then it's it's gone over your head. It's completely gone over your head. I mean, Um, everything is fiat. If if Christopher and I decide to start trading in fucking GI Joe figures, it's what we've decided to hold value. So GI Joe's are now the fucking uh, currency of our little uh, agorist, uh, what have you. But, but that, but the point is, yeah, I, I think that what, what he said is perfect. It's the subversive nature of it. It's the decentralization, and it's depriving 
the central banks, these fucks who have been running this entire planet into the ground, mm-hmm. financing both sides of all the fucking wars, but all is this it other really? shit. Is it really? Well, are you, are you okay? Fine. You sure? Maybe not on a grand scale, but on an individual individual scale. Sure. Every dollar you deprive the state of is a victory. It's but small they, victories, the, but it's small victory nonetheless. The literal state made the currency crash. Right? Elon I, Musk ran his mouth. He did. Right? He has ties to the state. Mm-hmm. And China did whatever they did. But it's I mean, not, they're, it's bouncing back, though. Did you see? It definitely it's, means that it's working, though, because they feel like they need to do something they're about it. Right. Yeah. Right. They're, they're feeling threatened. So they're doing things. And, and the problem is, is there's so many people, like I said, so many people miss the point of what, what, what crypto right. is. Is. I understand what there, there's people that are in it for the speculation, you know. Yeah, it's like they're get rich, yeah. right? And and that's not that's just not the fucking point of cryptocurrency. It, it's absolutely not the point, right? Um, and uh, and it's those people that got their hands in the cookie jar that can you know can can fuck shit up. But I think in the long term, crypto is not going to go away. Um, and the government can try as hard as they can. Um, it, you know, it's like you've said several times, Jay, it's like always just trying to find that workaround, you know, like what, you know, find the boss's pattern, yep. you know, and then just, you know, dodge roll, dodge roll, slash Perry, dodge roll. Yep. It's the frontier right <laughs> now and they'll catch up and then we'll find something else. Right. Right. As I say, we'll move on to greener pastures. I mean, that's the good thing about, you know, agorist in general is like, somehow you know throughout the community we always wind up in some form or another being able to keep you know a step ahead uh and and like i said finding that workaround and and if they crack down on one cryptocurrency somebody will invent a new cryptocurrency that they won't be able to you know fuck with um at least not on you know the level that they're attempting to do now and 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 you know like you said they they feel threatened and that's why there's so all this you know, that's why they're going with because like, oh, we'll get all the leftists riled up and we'll talk about climate, mm-hmm. you know, that like we'll, we'll get them riled up. We'll talk about how much energy is wasted, uh, you know, with cryptocurrency farms and blah, blah, blah. And like once again, like if, if you're going to talk about that, let, let's talk about, you know, all the war that's been waged to mm-hmm. support the, uh, you know, the, the U.S. dollar. Uh, you know, the creation of the petrodollar and, and all that shit. Let, let's talk about that. Like, if you want to have an honest conversation about the kind of impact that, that a currency has had on the environment, let, let's let's talk about that and not cryptocurrency because ain't nobody blowing up other fucking countries or invading other countries over cryptocurrency. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's not supporting the war machine. So, um, like I said, the people that make that 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 want to go with that climate change, like two reasons, they want to get the leftists riled up, and, and it's just you know it's it's intellectually dishonest. It really is. Like it's just, and and people fall for it, man. Hook, line, and sinker. Especially like I said, the the environmentalist nuts, like they just they eat that shit up and they'll go after it and just completely neglect. Mm-hmm. You know, the amount of war and damage uh, that's been done supporting the current U.S. dollar, which is flopping fucking hard. So, yep. And look at, you know, look at it this way real quick, you guys. So I noticed you know, and I'm sure that some of you have noticed that have been paying attention on Twitter where all of us seem to hang out in that dirty cesspool, which is wonderful. I enjoy it. 
that they're starting to um, for they, first of all they want to they want to associate crypto with criminal activity. They want to associate it with uh, you know <laughs> do like, what they did with Silk Road, which, like, which once again an intellectually dishonest argument because but, you're acting like the American dollar exactly isn't involved in in fucking criminal exactly. activity. Like yeah. get the fuck out of here with that bullshit argument. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, oh, so the U.S. dollar is like totally like wearing white to a yeah. wedding. Like, yeah, totally clean. Man. Come on now, man. There, Our money isn't coated in cocaine and feces. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, definitely well, not. What kind of criminal activity have they, they associated with cryptocurrency? Well, tax not they paying taxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But you already pay taxes on the money that you're you're realistically investing in the crypt, cryptocurrency. They but want if you all of it. Everything to crypto and only deal in crypto, then I imagine there'd be some way around it. Yep. I guess, yeah. Yep. I mean, but you're still going to the store and purchasing you know, things with, with regular dollars. So you're still paying a tax in some way, shape or form. You know what it I mean? It might not be as much as you were going to though. And I think that's like the small right. victory right now in order or, to establish or, a foothold for something else. Right. Think about farmer's markets. For example, if you pay in cash, there is no tax. So you're deprived. I mean, even in that, every small victory that you can take where you're depriving the state of tax revenue, even with its own currency, I take as a victory. I think that that's, mm-hmm. That that is the reason why agorism I feel is so appealing, because an individual can make a difference. Like you can, you know that you did what you had to to make sure that a dollar didn't end up in the state's hand. And that's well, the thing. Oh, what? No, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a lot, and it isn't a lot. But for you, but if millions of us started doing it, then it becomes a substantial number. Mm-hmm. But at least on an individual basis, you could say, "Hey, I didn't have a hand in this fucking thing." Like I've been doing my best to make sure that uncle sugar doesn't get his cut. You know what I mean? So take it for what you will. There's a lot of people, again, you, these workarounds that we talked about, I think are the way forward. Counter economics is the way forward. Anybody who's advocating for, for, um, you know, (laughs) January 6th style pooched where they're going to go nose to nose with the state. They let unarmed. You in. Yeah, unarmed. They let you in with selfie sticks. If they showed up with fucking guns, we would have been reading it about them being splattered all over the place by tanks or fucking energy weapons or whatever Uncle Sugar has to protect his cathedral. From outer fucking space. From outer mm-hmm. fucking right. space. Like, don't even play games, okay? They were going to do it in Minneapolis. If it got out of hand, they had a Predator drone out there. Guys, let's just fucking be realistic. The idea is to work around Bowser, not fight him face to face. Because you already lost your mushroom. You have no fireball whatsoever. You're the small little fucking micro penis size fucking Mario. You have nothing. And you have no <laughs> lives left. You can't fight Bowser head to head. You got to work around him. You fuck. jump over him and hit the switch on the bridge. Drop him in the lava. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So um, I'm really pissed off about the, about that whole situation of them dumping it because uh, we were watching it happen for those of us who had the Bitcoin cash and Bitcoin in general. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I mean, it wasn't even oh. just like the entire market, like everyone's yeah, portfolio was, that I saw, it was, it was in the fucking yeah, it, red. It, it, like, it was, it was Dogecoin. It was, uh, you know, Bitcoin. It was Ethereum. It was, you know, Bitcoin cash. It was, it was everything. Like it Monero affected. too. 
it it affected like the the like crypto market like in general like it i don't just, even know if it was just limited to crypto like everything well, was dropping look at it this way in the last 24 hours bitcoin cash is up 16.28 percent okay Look at how much one Bitcoin is still forty one thousand three hundred forty eight dollars. It was like thirty nine yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so the dip, the dip has come and gone, and once again, the market does what it does best, which it, you know, it's it fixes itself, and uh, even with master manipulators like the Chinese communist fuckhead government and our stupid fuckhead government, it still is it, it. You know, it's almost like a, the Fort McHenry thing, and our flag was still there, and our Bitcoin was still there. and it's not like this is the the first time that that bitcoin in in general has crashed like this right yeah absolutely we've had we've had as much i think i think the highest was like a at some point was like a almost 60 percent crash like like a while ago i didn't know that okay all right yeah like i mean this isn't the first time it happens it it's just isn't it like the average doubling time for anything's like seven years anyway? So chances are seven years from now, it's going to be way fucking higher. Like people just don't want to wait that long because they want yeah. the short term. Well, and, and I mean, I mean but, and that's just it too. Like, like the people that sell off because they panic, like you don't lose anything until you sell. So that's yeah. exactly right. I mean, technically speaking, you know, you don't lose a damn thing until you sell. Like the moment right. you decide to sell, That's especially it. during a dip, like the moment you sell, you've lost. I agree. That's why I said so, in the group chat, I said, I'm damn. staying. I'm finishing my I'm coffee. I'm finishing my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we're no it, again, Christopher hits it on the head. We've heard this from other leading agorists and people who we uh, love and respect. It's not about getting rich. It's about getting yeah. free. Which one is yeah. more important to you? That's it. I mean, you know, that, that I, to me, that is the whole point. I mm-hmm. definitely don't have it to get rich. It's about being free. It's about supporting another method of exchange because we have the human right to determine what has value and what doesn't and what we choose to use in transactions, involuntary transactions. It's about depriving the state of them precious tax dollars. Yeah. And every dollar, hey, listen, man, you can feel better at night yourself. At least saying, hey, at least I didn't give the fucking machine uh, what it was looking for, what it was asking for. Mm-hmm. You know, one, the you know, victories, man. The little small victories, victories, they matter. They do matter. That's why I think it's like, is the way forward. It's the, the only way to get rid of the state is just death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, true, true. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to discuss before we wrap it up? Um. I just wanted to mention that we do have a new blog posting. Uh, Brian was so kind and he wrote a blog. So I think you should check it out. I'm going to keep working on updating it and adding to it as I'm able, but it might, I don't have like a regular schedule for it or anything right now. Okay. It's a good, it's a good post. Check it out, please. Useguyspod.com. Christopher, do we have a, uh, another lounge episode lined up? Uh, we do. Um, we're going to, I believe, tomorrow, right? That's um, right, yeah. Well, we'll be recording tomorrow, I should say. Actually, if, we'll be releasing this tomorrow, so everybody will be hearing this on Friday. So we'll be recording on Friday evening uh, a new episode of The Lounge where we uh, take a break from being uh, angry anarchists uh, and talk about fun pop culture-related stuff. Um, I'll be I'll be showing off up close and personal a lot of my Star Wars collection I have way more than what's hanging up on the wall, um, so I'll, I'll be I'll be nerding out. So if you like to nerd out, you can come nerd out with us. Um, and it's a bit shoot exclusive series, so 
Um, it'll only be on BitChute. So if you want to watch it, you got to go to BitChute. So YouTube can suck my nuts. Outstanding. Uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to that. Uh, I can't wait to see the collection. Um, I just want to make sure that we got to get another shout out, of course, to our uh, new sponsor. Real proud to have them at agorisnexus.com. Uh, check it out. Check out the listings. You'll find us on there. Us truly. Yours truly. Uh, and uh, of course, like I said, use truly use many, many other great names, many other great names and services uh, provided. And of course, what would be a show without talking about cleaning your asshole? Mm-hmm. Todd the gays, very gay soap, also known as Akron <laughs> Apothecary. This is um, blue blueberry flavored, blue, blue um, raspberry, blue raspberry <laughs> flavored. Um, great uh, as Christopher. Christopher, what kind of soap is this? Soap for that ass. Thank you very much. <laughs> is that the right answer? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right. I was, all right. Uh, okay. Yeah, that is the Get only answer. Soap for that ass. Hey, that's what I was looking for, the Barry White style. <laughs> um, and as uh, Brian uh, has told you when his uh, colonoscopy appointment that he had the cleanest asshole <laughs> that the proctologist right. had ever seen, courtesy of Todd's very, very gay soap, also known as an Akron apothecary. Darling, He's- I- can't get enough of your soap, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, Todd still hasn't put up his Instagram page, so it looks like I'm going to have to do it. He keeps promising he's going to do it tonight. Tonight was five days ago. So that's still not up there, but you can check him out on Etsy. Uh, please support him and his cold press soap, clean soap, great soap. It doesn't matter if you're trans, gay, straight. I, we don't give a f- alien species that came over here on the on the tic tac thing. It doesn't matter. Even aliens need a clean ass for alien fucking and sex, and also to smell good. Listen, <laughs> it's summertime. It's getting hot. It was eighty eight fucking degrees here in the motherland of Ohio. Clear up that Ryan. swamp ass. You got yeah swamp ass. Drain that swamp. swamp. <laughs> Drain that swamp. That's right. <laughs> from your Seriously. ass. <laughs> you guys don't uh, realize that how bad you smell when you like when you mm-hmm. the six feet of social distancing is going away. Right. You right. really need to get back on your game. You have to have a clean cock and balls. Your vagina needs to be clean. Yes. Uh, your asshole. Everything needs to be good and fresh smelling. What a way to do it. You don't want to be the smelly kid. Nobody likes that, and nobody, nobody wants let to you put your appendage kid. inside of their body if you stink like shit that's true so i mean unless you're on you know crack or what have you and that's how you guys trade favors and get rocks i don't care i'm not judging this is getting a little out of hand anyway check out the todd soap um akron apothecary uh the uh the the one of the official sponsors of these guys in that podcast clean uh, that ass and get them cheeks clapped <laughs> and on that note thank you very much for listening uh be sure to tune in on the bit shoot exclusive it's going to be a great episode uh, this is number two of the voyage, so we're really looking forward to having that. Check the blog post. Brian went deep, deep, as Joe Diaz says, like Dr. Dre on a Tuesday. So, so check it out. Put her butt to sleep. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so check out. We got a lot of cool stuff going on, so please check it out. Shout out to Paul B. from B-Town, and, of course, Full Metal Magdalene. Excellent job on the new art for the show. I can't wait to figure out how to put her on a T-shirt. So thanks to her. Check out her art. Amazing crypto artist. She's phenomenal friends of the show. We really appreciate her. So support your people, you guys. Don't don't stop the fucking words. Put your goddamn crypto where your mouth is mm-hmm. and buy some of that soap and some of her fucking art. That's all I have to say. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.